With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Day 13 of Pittsburgh Steelers training camp, and this team looks pretty put together. But there's one spot missing, and that spot, it could be filled but it needs to be filled from outside the roster. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackman. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash allsteelerstalkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. We are live once again from St. Vincent College, breaking down day 13 of Pittsburgh Steelers training camp and Right now, there's a pretty good understanding about this team. You fully get who Kenny Pickett is and could be in year two. You don't have to guess anymore whether or not Anthony McFarlane is going to be RB3 because he's going to be. It's going to be very difficult for anybody but Miles Boykin and Gunnar Olszewski to claim that final wide receiver spot. Connor Hayward will be utilized in the backfield and all over the field. The Kendrick Green experiment is still ongoing, and they're going to give it every last-ditch effort to make that work. You know who the defensive linemen are most likely going to be and which inside linebackers will probably make this team. You still have a good feel for the safety position, and Whether we wanted a punter battle or not, it feels as if Presley Harvin is going to remain the team's punter in 2023. But there is one position that is still out in the open, one position that you look at and do not feel confident in with the Pittsburgh Steelers, a position that is certainly valuable. And you thought coming into St. Vincent that they had the options for it and that one of those options was most certainly going to work out. And both of them, seemed promising. Those options were James Pierre and Luke Barku, and that position was the backup cornerback spot. Even if Corey Trice didn't work out, you or did work out, I should say, you still felt as if James Pierre or Luke Barku would remain on this team, that the Steelers would look at their options and say, yeah, seventh-round rookie who is 6'3 and has a ton of potential, we want him around, certainly. But we also want a veteran presence. We want another guy just in case because a seventh-round rookie, as we saw in Mark Robinson last year, is going to have his hiccups. Not everything's going to be smooth. So you wanted another option. Corey Trice goes down. Those options became very clear that it was going to come down to James Pierre or Luke Barku for the fourth and final cornerback spot, and there was no longer a debate on whether or not they'd keep five. Right now, I think the Steelers' best option is to leave the roster and to go outside 
of who they have here at training camp and try and find another cornerback. I don't know who that is, and those names will come when the roster starts, roster cart cuts, excuse me, start at the end of the preseason. There will be plenty of names, and there will be shocking cuts, names that get dropped that you didn't expect to get dropped, names that the Pittsburgh Steelers have had their eye on well before this offseason to try and land that they just haven't had an urge to go get or a good enough reason to go land. They're going to go find somebody. But you look at James Pierre right now and you say, a veteran, 27 years old, should be coming into his own, saw some growth last season, felt confident that this guy would finally be able to develop into something more, that he would come into his own a little bit more, that the growth of James Pierre would be very evident, that much like we saw Anthony McFarlane, that's what we would see in James Pierre, a guy who finally hit, a guy who you finally looked at and said, Okay, he needed a couple of years. You saw the steady growth, but now he's an NFL player. Now it's certain that he can make plays. It's certain that he can contribute and be reliable. There are no questions about whether or not he'll make this roster and be a guy that the Steelers could count on if need be. Luke Barku was a name, on the other hand, that you looked at as an XFL star, a guy that's only 24 years old, that has so much upside ahead of him and who's coming off a really strong spring season and who made plays at minicamp. You saw him coming into training camp and you just thought all he has to do is carry that momentum, is to continue to make plays. And then it was a downtime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And during that downtime early in training camp, Barku disappeared, but he came back. And... When he came back, you started to get that juice again, that feel that, okay, maybe he is a guy that the Steelers could look at and say, we could grow this guy into something. We could develop Luke Barku into something as long as he continues to make plays. Meanwhile, James Pierre was as up and down in this training camp as it comes, and you were just kind of waiting whether or not it was going to fall off or come back. And I'll say today, it was a comeback. Today it was an interception, should have been two, and he had a batted ball on Hakeem Butler. But in the playoff game, or the preseason game, excuse me, James Pierre and Luke Barku were as bad as it comes. James Pierre had 10 solo tackles, and there is a rule, and it was given to me many years ago, because I used to think the same thing. I'd look at 10 solo tackles, and I'd say, well, he had 10 solo, that's pretty good. Like, he had 10 solo tackles. And then somebody told me, an NFL coach told me, there is no worse stat for an outside cornerback than tackles. Because all it means is that you gave up a lot of receptions and that you were able to tackle the guy after he caught the football. A good cornerback doesn't finish with tackles. That's pretty clear. 
because James Pierre got beat on every single throw, seemingly, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that, at that point, were down to their third-team wide receivers. He wasn't playing against Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. He was playing against Trey Palmer and guys who probably won't see much daylight during the regular season. He should have escalated his play and came up with at least enough film to feel good about, okay, well, if the Steelers have to go with James Pierre, they're okay with that. He can make plays. And as James Pierre struggled, you looked at a guy like Luke Barku and thought, okay, this is a time for him to establish himself, to show, look it, the veteran is struggling. I can make plays. I can make plays in big moments. The momentum that I recently built in training camp can translate to a real game, and this is my time to show it. Again, They were facing guys like Trey Palmer. This is not heavy competition. In a regular season game, if they are called upon, they will be facing much more difficult talent than Trey Palmer. And last year, a guy like James Pierre went up against these guys, went up against Mike Evans, went up against Chris Godwin, and held his own with Josh Jackson on the other side. This year, no. And Luke Barku did the same thing. He struggled and struggled and left a pass over the middle that contributed to James Pierre's tackles because Luke Barku was so far behind this guy on a crossing route that James Pierre had to make the tackle on the other side of the field. That's how bad Luke Barku was. Again, that momentum was not built in this next training camp day. And even if it was, I think at this point, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and just say, These two have both been so inconsistent here at camp and then had such poor performances in the preseason opener that you have to start monitoring what's going on outside of this team, that you have to look at other transactions and other cornerback groups and gather as much practice tape as you can on these guys and try to find some solution to say, okay, we need a fourth corner. We don't have that guy on our roster. I think the rest of this roster is built. They have a pretty deep inside linebacker core. Their safeties are just fine. Their defensive line is stacked. Their outside linebackers look really good with Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden. Their offensive line, yeah, they have a center problem, but if Nate Herbig's shoulder injury isn't significant, I think he could fill that position with ease, and then Kevin Dotson could remain on the team as a backup guard. So could Nate Herbig, but when it comes to cornerback, you don't have a backup. You don't have that guy. You have your starting three, and there are questions about Joey Porter Jr. because all we've seen from him is him going up against George Pickens and, for the most part, losing. And I don't expect that to translate into a regular season. I expect him to be able to handle his own from time to time, but I also expect him to be a rookie and for him to have his hiccups. There is no other option. If somebody goes down, if the Steelers are left stranded at corner, right now they're looking at two guys who have proven this summer that they cannot compete at an NFL level consistently and then in live game action against Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask they can't compete at all you don't want that there will be somebody that hits the market when the chunk of cuts come when everybody has to trim their roster from 90 to 53 in that final weekend before the break before the regular season games there will be guys that get cut and guys with names that the Steelers feel confident about guys that the Steelers scouted well before the NFL and that they liked in the draft process and they decided to bring in somewhat like a Jameer Jones last year where they liked what we saw they saw out of him. They liked the growth that they saw out of him and they thought this is an opportunity to bring him back. It clearly didn't work out. I'm not saying that's going to happen again. 
I'm not saying that that's the best example to use, but I'm saying that their thought process has always been there to monitor what's happening everywhere else in the NFL, and that's not going to change. And right now, they need to do so at the cornerback position, and I think that's their last remaining need to fill this roster and feel pretty confident about where they are heading into the 2023 regular season.